0: So, uh, here I am. doing science.
1: Jerry tells the jokes, Dean sings the songs, and gets the girl. Pizza time. I if you guys were the inventors of Facebook, invented Facebook.
2: I just want to take another look at
1: you. We to the coast, we we'll get together, have a few oh. laughs. <laughs>
2: Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight, as per usual, the most recurringest, actually not the most recurringest, the, the second most recurringest guest host on this podcast, the one and only Sean Mackey. He doesn't have a mic. I, actually. I would
0: like to be introduced as co-host from now on. Hey, it's, my, it's my contract, Elijah. Recurring co-host. Stick with the contract. Well,
2: you know what? I'm <laughs> doing all the, the heavy lifting around here for most of these episodes, so I you're a guest host.
0: <laughs> I'm a guest
2: host. Okay. Until you run an episode yourself, you're a guest host.
0: <laughs> Take it from start to finish. Okay, that's a that's a good deal, which
2: I'm more than open to. I would love it if someone else took this burden from Yeah, me. I,
0: I'll co- I'll co-sign on that. All right, next episode Sean's running the whole
2: episode. Sean will no, be lead kidding. host. I don't
0: know if I can not do it. It's going to be terrible.
2: We'll upgrade you. You'll be uh you can add that to your LinkedIn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Also joining us from an undisclosed location in the middle of Washington, D.C., he's getting into politics, ladies and gentlemen, Rudy Rudolph. Rudy, welcome
1: back to the program. Thanks. Yeah. Full volume. Um, full also, volume. I'm not going to be recording any more podcasts from my apartment with the crazy guy below me because we're going to be closing, hopefully, the week nice. we get back from our vacation. So, yeah. Right on. It's exciting. Hopefully full volume, Rudy, until uh, my parents get mad at me for being too loud at to 30 at night and then I got to whisper again so
2: also joining us we've got a guest special guest on this week's episode we teased Whoa. it last week now i don't ha- i couldn't remember what titles i used and i couldn't come up with any new ones so you're just going to have to go by name oh, only but he's a guy who doesn't need anything more than his name ladies and gentlemen noah smith back on the ni- mic noah welcome back to the program
3: what's up guys you could have just gone with the oh my cousin coming back on the show, or kid cousin, or something like that. But I'll take it. <laughs> One thing I wanted to start with too is: after how many guest appearances can I put on my LinkedIn that I'm a reoccurring podcast host?
1: <laughs> Re- is
2: podcast there a, commentator is
3: there a over under of five or professional ten? professional two. motion picture commentator. <laughs> two. Okay, so I'm there.
0: Yeah. Once you're on the second time, you're recurring. Can you hear Noah at all? I can't hear him at all. I got
1: him. He's very quiet. He's very faint. <laughs> yeah. It's because that's where the the
2: the mic is in that uh is in that. Can ear. we add him to the call? And does Try he have his own AirPods? Can you hear him now?
3: How's this, Noah? Testing. Yeah, but now you're
1: kind of faint, Elijah. Yeah, well, that's all that's right. Like I can talk idea.
2: louder. I'll talk directly into Noah's ear. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you all better now. Anytime I'm talking, I'll just know Olino I'm talking to. You. It's a freaking ghetto Perfect. podcast.
3: Whisper sweet nothings Perfect. into my ear.
1: Um,
2: what are we talking about here?
1: Uh, Why don't we talk about uh, the movie Sean watched this week?
2: Sean, you have a movie you watched this week that you want to discuss? The
0: Devil All the Time. I have a. A no recommendation, <laughs> an unrecommendation, reverse recommendation. No, uh, recommendation. Uh, uh, bury this movie at Wounded Knee. <laughs> <I
3: don't know>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, this movie should never be seen by anybody. I don't know, really. Hey, have Why? You guys heard of it?
3: Yeah, I saw it a couple months ago.
0: What, Robert, did you R. like Pat's? It
3: uh, I wouldn't say I liked it, but it did have like a certain artistic quality that I that I found entertaining.
2: We have to brand wow. this segment anti recommendation. I'll make an anti recommendation song
0: that I'll yeah. do here. It was it, I just it was terrible. I started watching it. It looked intriguing. Uh, you know, the cast is incredible. Um but it's just weird and people kept dying. A dog got crucified.
3: Yeah, that part was um, weird. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was just
0: terrible. It was like it was like um this small town, and it's basically violence through generations of this family and how it affected um, Tom Holland's character. People just, are out here crucifying it's,
2: dogs? What kind of motion Yeah, it's picture, grotesque.
0: They're spiders. Um, Robert Pattinson's like a crazy preacher guy. I don't know. It was just terrible. Yeah, like and a crazy Pentecostal recommend. preacher. Yeah.
2: Interesting.
3: This one girl
0: gets killed because there's another pastor that puts spiders on himself um and he thinks he can resurrect his wife so he just stabs her in the neck and mm, with a screwdriver tries to resurrect her what yeah <laughs> is this a, and horror? Then, a horror, yeah. psychological thriller. and then he like 10 minutes later goes and gets shot and then the dog gets crucified. I, I don't know. It's just, it's terrible. This goes back, back to our, no... uh, our old uh,
2: loose concept talking point of uh, there's really no difference between horror movies and thriller movies. <laughs> Everyone who says a movie is just a thriller movie, it's actually a horror movie. It
3: almost felt like it was a Pulp Fiction wannabe with the intertwining storylines and everything connecting yeah. back to Tom Holland. Yeah, and- like it.
0: A- yeah Tarantino wannabe movie
3: jumping back and forth yeah the violence is just
0: like unneeded like Tarantino but it just it didn't even have I don't know Mm. it's on Netflix just dislike it so you don't get anything (laughs) around that (laughs) recommendation Uh But yeah, that's my anti-recommendation Do not section. watch this movie. Repeat, <laughs> do not watch this movie. I like had to tell people. That's I texted the guys. I was like, yeah. do not watch this movie. Well, I, I know it's really
1: bad, Sean, because I feel like normally if you would say, oh, a movie's bad, you didn't like a movie, and then someone in the room was like, oh, I really liked it, you would kind of be like, well, actually, yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I feel like with this one, you were like, no, it's still terrible. <laughs> it's I don't terrible. care that you liked it, Noah.
3: This movie sucks. Yeah. No, I would no, never say. Bad. Like, so I definitely felt bad about myself after watching it. So, that's a no I didn't recommend even get for the me. Whole thing. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just turned it off. I was like, no. You didn't finish. Ooh, that's a. It's not a good. Uh, not a good
0: sign.
2: <laughs> well, the ending could have really brought you back to it, though.
1: <laughs> no, I read it
0: on Wikipedia, and it, it didn't.
2: <laughs> that's my usual move with any of the any movies in the horror thriller genre. Just read the Wikipedia entry. It's the same thing. Yep. Yeah.
0: Just cut to the chase.
2: I ha- I I uh, I too have a reverse recommendation, anti recommendation. What are we billing what these? What
0: we got? No recommendation. Uh, I don't know. An- anti? An unrecommendation? Recommend don't. Chin.
1: Recommend don't. <laughs> <laughs> recommend don't. Ch- I recommend don't. Chin. Like don't watch it.
2: We'll come up with snappier something snappier <laughs> than this for the next podcast. We talk about this, but. Uh, I have a, a official announcement that I'm am I'm, I'm officially out on the Fast and Furious franchise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what?
0: what? The whole franchise Fast or like Nine going forward took
2: me out of it.
0: Oh my gosh! I just Dang, fell off my is, seat. This is big news. This is breaking news. I ventured
2: back into the what? movie theaters, back into the theaters. Um, Noah, can you feel his forehead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Is this Elijah? Do you have COVID?
2: I, went, I was back in the theaters this past weekend, I went with my buddy Zach to see Fast 9, or F9, as it's labeled. I don't know if it's even a Fast and Furious movie. It shouldn't be a Fast and Furious movie, because it's, there's really no, uh, it just doesn't seem like one at all. Um, and it's it's not good. Does it have cars and
0: Vin Diesel in it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I think it, it was already off to a sour note with uh, John Cena capitulating to uh, Communist China in the on the press mm. tour. And oh, groveling yeah. for the uh, the Chai approval, but um, other than the, other than that, the storyline in and of itself, it, it's it's sort of like if um, like they'd reached such an emotional peak with Fast Seven, Fast and Furious Seven, the last Paul Walker one after Paul Walker died oh, yeah. and uh, it's got the montage and with the everyone they've released since, it's almost like they're trying, to, they're trying desperately to recapture that emotional like high of that movie. And it's just, mm. there's nothing behind it to make them emotional. So there's just like, they just come up with these and it's they,
0: family man. Yeah. These just
2: <laughs> like shallow, like it's family nothingness. Like, I don't know. So it's, it was just Loodle. really, really weak. Um, there's a, there was a few good scenes of uh, Vin Diesel uh, stomping around rooftops in London with the Timbs on, um, going down like zip lines and stuff, which is, what I, which is what I go to a Fast and Furious movie to see, but um, it's just too played out. They should have stopped after Fast 7. That was the perfect ending point, and uh, uh, it's just they need to, need to shut it down.
3: The real storyline here is Vin Diesel filming each movie, then letting himself go for two years, and then getting back into shape for the next movie every two years.
2: Back into shape is a stretch, (laughs) I will tell you that. After seeing this movie, back into shape is a stretch. They're just slowly adding more
3: layers. He went from wife beater to t-shirt, now he's wearing a jean jacket.
2: Long sleeve, white t-shirt. It's going to be
3: a parka next movie. you know, wear a Canada goose jacket next <laughs> to, to be, next
2: be very time. clear, I yeah. make a few things clear before we I'm I you know totally cut ties at the franchise. I am still all in on Vin Diesel. Still love Vin Diesel. An American treasure. One of our one of the great actors of our time, Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> and I still have a Vin Diesel season pass to see anything that he's in. Um, and I also reserve the right to be, be- back in on the uh the fast franchise if there is a possibility of them uh tying it into the jurassic park uh cinematic universe which has been uh rumored so if that happens i will be back i will be back on board vin diesel plus dinosaurs is a combination i can't uh turn my back on but um
1: yeah that was one of my two questions i was going to ask one were there dinosaurs so no and two, did they go into outer space?
2: They did go into outer space. They finally went to outer space in this one. They drove <laughs> a car into outer space, so okay. that did happen. I'm not even exaggerating. Before Richard Branson, before Richard Branson, wow, dude! Car into outer space in this Fast well, and Furious. Well, nine. Was it the Camaro? So it was a Fiero. Who makes a who makes the Fiero?
1: Fiero. A Fiero. Fiero. Not a Fiero.
0: Porsche? How how does it? The, this is a question for you. In all of the franchises, how do they make money? Like how <laughs> how do they drive
3: these like three million dollar cars? There's street shop in L. A. where they do tune ups on rice burners. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> it's just they're, th- they're making
1: money. They're
3: all leased, on the Sean. They're all headlights. leased.
2: I think it's from the government. I think at this
1: point they're all subsidized by the government. It must. You could, you could lease a Lambo for like fifteen hundred a month. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, probably oh, 1,500. That is like part I of the storyline is like all resources. their missions are funded
2: by the government. They're like on government missions at this point. They're pretty much just like agents for the deep state, which I'm very, <laughs> very Ooh. anti-deep state. Ooh. They like live in <laughs>
0: Fairfax County or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like okay. working with Blackwater. Yeah, that makes sense. That they're like government contractors. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. They make they make a lot of money. So anyway, I never knew like what their source of income was because it's just like all about family and coronas. <laughs> well, and, and, and if you <laughs> watch family. the first
2: one, it's uh, the VCRs that they that are stealing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, it's just so funny how it's progressed. If you go and watch the first three Fast and Furious, it's like, what is this? Yeah. Back
2: when things were pure. Oh, they actually just steal cars? A simpler they time. cars. Anyway, so that's the, our anti-recommendation. Did you like the theater anti- experience,
0: Elijah? Going back.
2: We've rehashed the, the theater discussion so many times. I think you know where I stand on that. I prefer to watch movies in the, the comfort of my own home.
3: Yeah. I'm really not a theater TV. guy.
2: No. Hmm. Mainly because I just can't stand other people, you know? Noah, do you listen to
0: the pod?
3: Uh no, I didn't even I didn't even listen to the podcast that I was on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand to hear the sound of my own voice. So I you I listened to like the first it. 2 seconds and then turned it off. I was like cringing at my can't own voice.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, that's the anti-recommendation. Two movies not to see. Fast and Furious 9 more? and
1: The Devil All the Time or whatever. Yeah, I've one, but it's from 2003. Say it.
0: Under the Tuscan Sun, <laughs> movie blows. <What? laughs> <laughs> oh, did you you watch it before you went to Tuscany? <laughs> yeah, sucks. Don't watch it.
2: Why? What? That was the impetus. You're going to Tuscany, and so you want to watch watch Under the Tuscan Sun.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of shots of Italy, and it's some of the people, but it's just. <laughs> did Ashley like it? Uh, she was like, we were both into it like the first half, and then we like. It just took this, like, ridiculous turn halfway through, and it was just... And then it was so bad, it was kind of, like, made you re- reassess the first half, and you're kind of like... Oh, Diane Lane. Diane Lane. The first, the, She's not a nobody. You reassess the first half, and you're like, okay, that actually sucked. That was so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. I actually hate this movie.
0: What's that one movie that sounds like Under Some Sun movie that you guys really liked? It's, like, an old, like, 80s movie.
2: Um, Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> Tequila Sunrise.
0: sunrise.
2: <laughs> Which we're totally doing on this podcast that was, that'd at some be point. That's a recommendation movie. Do we have yeah, that's to? A, that's an actual recommendation. Tequila Sunrise. I don't know if I took notes on it the first time I watched it. I really don't want to watch it again. <laughs> you don't want to experience that vibe again? Mm. No. Ooh. That movie might be a top 20 for me. I was just thinking no about it other night. That's a top dog. No way. Come on. It might be up there. Come on. Kurt Russell on, and Prime. Prime Kurt Russell and Prime Mel Gibson just cruising around out in uh, California. What's not who, to who love? The golden
3: age of California. Michelle Pfeiffer.
2: Michelle Pfeiffer. Prime Michelle Pfeiffer, too. Guess we won't do it on the podcast. Thought you guys could appreciate the vibes, but apparently not.
3: That looks like he's going for it in
2: this trailer. Oh, he is going for it, (laughs) baby. He's going
3: for it. He's got the crazy Mel eyes. He's going to say something he regrets.
2: (laughs) This is is not... Speaking of... Uh, Do you see that video of him saluting Trump at the UFC
3: (laughs) 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 Trump is, like, walking
2: by him, and you can sort of see Mel in the middle of the crowd. He's just, like, the only person there giving him the salute. (laughs) And he's
0: Australian.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic video. Good guy, Mel. Fantastic video. Big Trump guy, Mel. Probably will have to cut this segment out, too. Um (laughs) <laughs> we have five minutes of usable footage so far, <laughs> usable uh, recording so far tonight. Rudy has uh, a hard stop at 10.30. <laughs>
0: Rudy's got shut a hard stop. Shut everything All
2: right, I, think it's ta- I think it's time to transition to our our feature film of the week. You guys ready? Oh,
0: nice. Yeah, what, what was it this week?
2: This week on the podcast, we'll be discussing... Caddyshack! That was oh, the most enthusiasm yeah. anyone's ever put into announcing the movie, I think. Usually I point to the guests and they're just like, Caddyshack.
1: Yeah, there's no joy. There was some joy there, Noah. Appreciate it. Thanks for bringing the joy.
3: Some people belong to the Bushwood Country Club for the fine cuisine. This
1: steak still has marks when a jockey was hitting it. Some belong for the stimulating conversation. I was a, I might, I think I will. And some just don't belong. You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? Caddyshack. Starring Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Ted Knight, and Bill Murray as Carl. It's the snobs against the slobs in
3: Caddyshack. Is that an intentional layup, Sean? Or, like, is that planned for you to say, oh, what movie is it this week? Or
0: do you actually not know? (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, like, I didn't watch it. No, I'm just kidding. I watched it. wouldn't be the first time. We'll just put it that way.
3: I think when we did Jeremiah Johnson, you hadn't watched it or, or something. Yes, I did.
0: I watched Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> okay. Never I've mind. watched every movie except for the, the first, first one we tried to do. We we tried to do Catch Me If You Can as like a trial run. <laughs> <laughs> and and I came on the podcast and we were like, oh, we haven't seen this movie in like 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. We we're still figuring I it like out. I like log
2: on to have the conversation and... Rudy and Sean are like I was like, Did you guys watch the movie? Like, yeah, like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we have to watch the movie to talk about
0: it. Oh, we're still. I looked learning. up some trivia on IMDB.
2: <laughs> Freaking amateur hour. Those are the it's early. Only, it's those, only gotten better
0: from there. That's
2: one of the unreleased tapes. Someday we'll release them. The three episodes were recorded
3: before we released tapes. an episode. The unreleased tapes.
2: Anyway, uh, let me pull this up here. Oh, Noah's got it pulled up. Let's go to the top there. Oh, nice. This week, we're talking about 1980s Caddyshack. The little synopsis on IMDb says, this is the, uh, describes the story as, an exclusive golf course has to deal with a brash new member and a destructive dancing gopher. <laughs> it's got uh, Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, Ted Knight. Michael O'Keefe. <laughs> a and bunch, a bunch of other bunch people of, you never a, heard like, of. A bunch of other randos. <laughs> um, so Noah, as our esteemed guest, and this is you specifically uh, asked to come back and make a return appearance and talk about this movie. Of all the movies ever made, this is the one you picked out. So uh, we'll let you start off with the best of segment. Why don't you lead off with uh, telling us why you chose this specific uh, specific
3: movie for the return appearance. And just before I start, one thing that's funny is I didn't even realize I requested to come back on for this one on my first <laughs> podcast until someone listened to my last podcast today and said, "Oh, is it, uh, is there a reason why you're doing this one?" And then they kind of made the correlation. But
2: did we talk about it on the last podcast? Yeah, it was
3: like one of my like final notes was I like mentioned Caddyshack. And oh, really? It's like my like go to go to bed movie. So this guy,
2: he's he's like uh, the the Marvel dude planning these movies out. These episodes uh, way in advance.
3: And one of the best things about Caddyshack that I like is that I've watched it probably thirty times at least. And I was watching it today at work, and there's little bits and pieces. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait! Back up. You're watching
3: the movie at work. Thirty times? Oh, at least. It was like my go to, like go to bed movie. Like as I'm falling asleep, just like throw that on in the background and just fall asleep to different parts of it.
2: Wait, you still skipped over? You watch movies at work?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it was just like a monotonous day, just kind of clicking. I hope my boss isn't isn't one of the <laughs> listeners, but uh, just clicking and kind of doing my busy work and wanted to get caught up to speed and refreshed on the podcast, and, or refreshed on the movie, I'm sorry. And even as I was watching it today, there was jokes and bits and pieces of the dialogue that I had never even heard before that were just cracking up. I was sitting in my cubicle, just rolling around the floor, basically laughing at some of these uh, jokes, so...
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
3: Another best, I think, is the, the shouts gopher. To, shouts
2: to Noah's boss. <laughs> yeah. Noted li- noted, uh, loose concept listener.
3: Yeah, noted listener. He was looking over a lot today, so maybe I should be more discreet. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the gopher, too, I think garnishes a lot of hate through the viewers, but I want more gopher scenes <laughs> if we're talking favorite <laughs> <keto laughs> parts right. of the movie. Wow. So... Wow. teasing
2: uh cut a scene out of scene here yeah rudy you can go uh go next yeah. uh, as we uh, mentioned on last week's episode
1: this is a top 20 for you yes and when top 20 when i said that i was kind of like yikes like is this really gonna hold up and after the first 10 minutes i was like yeah this movie is absolutely a top 20 i freaking love this movie so much <laughs> it is hilarious <laughs> the bit the best part to me and like this is where a movie kind of transcends just being a movie and it is like an internal familial cultural icon that my whole family like <laughs> the, the quotables, the quotables, the amount of quotes that we regurgitate on a regular basis of, from this movie is endless. Um, a couple of my favorites <laughs> when whenever anyone's wearing white, someone in our family will go, "Hey, Whitey," <laughs> and then someone might take over and say, "Like fifty bucks says you slice," and it's like. <laughs> Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, and I never slice. Like, just like all those freaking lines are perfect, and you know the Dalai Lama. Hey, Lama, when you die, you receive total consciousness. So that's another thing. Anytime anything good happens, it's, or like minorly good, it's like so. I got that going for me, you know.
2: That <laughs> so I got that going for. Me.
0: Um. Yeah. This movie just. Yeah, that's something I've definitely have said, but did not know it came from this movie. Yeah. Just. Well, that when he
2: on. said it this was my first time watching the movie when I watched it. I watched wow. it today during work too. Hopefully. Yeah. This is my this. first time watching it, wow. too. but uh, I had heard Rudy say, uh, so I got that going for me before. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's where it came from. Cause I've definitely, <laughs> yeah. I've definitely heard that from Rudy before. So I got that. Yeah. going. For me. Yep. Okay. So the, so the quotes
0: internalized that Sean, what do you have for the best? Yeah. This is also the first time I've seen this movie. Um, so Elijah and I are, you know, have good parents. <laughs>
3: I will say the movie version is a lot different than the T V version, yeah. so yeah, FYI this movie is
1: crazy. Not really. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it's like two
0: bad scenes. A lot, a lot of naked people what? in this movie. There's like every ten minutes it's like, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's just oh, Timmy there's there's Chase's Shag. butt again.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, there's something I didn't want to see. <laughs> but- Yo, that was
1: that was jarring. That was jarring. I, I, that. I was like, what is this guy wearing? He's not wearing a cuff, he's just wearing a <laughs> cup. <cake." laughs> <laughs> That was horrible.
0: Yeah, I think I also have only seen, like, little snippets from TV. Like, it's on. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is that Caddyshack movie. And then I'll, like, change the channel. But (laughs) I didn't realize. Uh, But anyway, um, I think the best part is just, yeah, like Rudy said, the one-liners. I feel like this really was a touchstone for a lot of other, like, comedic movies of this era and beyond. Um, Of, like, just the, the different combination of humor. Um, you know, Rodney Dangerfield is more, you know, obviously physical and boisterous and, um, you know, shit, uh, all the other, I'm trying to think that one guy, what Ted Knight or whatever his name is, he's just kind of insane. But anyway, it kind of, I feel like this movie inspired the TV show. If anybody's seen Red Oaks on, uh, Amazon prime, uh, that's a funny, more modern take I feel like on Caddyshack. So yeah, is that worth the watch? Yeah, it's a funny show. It's basically a country club, but it's more tennis based, but it's a funny, funny movie or TV show. And it's
3: very, uh, the movie is very Rodney Dangerfield. It's almost like the movie version of his comedy, like Sean said, full one liners and just but umch moments. Well, his
1: character is like completely just doing the one liners like endlessly. That's his whole whole script is just like ridiculous, outlandish one liners that like 75% of them. In my opinion, land and like are funny, and then twenty five percent, a bunch of them are just like, "What are you saying, <laughs> <He's a> psycho? <laughs> <Yeah. bro. laughs> what are you doing?"
2: Oh, he's great. He's he's so he's so that ties into my best because he's one of uh, my favorite parts of the movie. One of the things I thought was best, um, his performance and lines. And outside of that, the other my other best was uh, the uh, heavy heavy use of. The, uh, the Yacht Rock god, Kenny Loggins, on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. It's like Michael McDonald That'd and Kenny fun. Loggins are like 1A and 1B in the world of Yacht Rock, and so to get one of those guys locking down your soundtrack for you, the entire soundtrack is just clutch, so that's the best best <laughs> for me. Anytime you got the Yacht Rock going in the background, I'm on board. Yeah.
3: So. That's interesting. I love my Yacht Rock, but I'm not a huge Loggins fan. Really? So. Yeah, I would, I would never consider Loggins 1B. It would be like Doobie Brothers and then Steely Dan, not Loggins. You can make his
2: case for Steely Dan too. So it's like if you're doing a Mount Rushmore, it's like Michael McDonald, Steely Dan, and Kenny Loggins up okay. there. That That's those are your, those are your top three. Maybe Doobie, maybe <laughs> someone else from the Doobie Brothers. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my. Yeah, day. I
0: thought I thought of the soundtrack with you, Elijah, cause I saw, I watched movies with subtitles and it said Kenny Loggins. I was like, Oh, I would
2: put, I would probably put Kenny Loggins as three there for me as well. I, you know, behind, behind, uh, Michael McDonald's the goat. You can't top Michael. Nobody can top Michael McDonald in terms of Yacht Rock, but, uh, so so mcdonald
3: outside of doobie brothers not even doobie brothers michael mcdonald
0: doobie
2: brothers with michael mcdonald also both of it
3: all of it all
2: the michael mcdonald is
0: just all yacht rock baby (laughs) yeah i think you made me a yacht rock uh playlist and it was like mostly just michael mcdonald that's all that's That's all all you need yeah that's all you really
2: need sprinkle sprinkle some of those other guys in anyway not to get too derailed, because I could talk about that for hours. we got to keep this train rolling. We've got
1: to keep this
3: train
2: rolling.
3: We need to make, need to make a Yacht Rock podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's out there, believe I'd, me. I'd the, be down the, for that. The, It's already out there. Um, it's out Let's there. pivot into worsts, worst segments. Back to you, Noah.
3: Worst part of the movie. Uh, I really am not a fan of the Tony D'Annunzio character. D'Annunzio. Caddy just screams greaseball and not nice guy and I feel like the movie could really do without him I feel like his part doesn't really add anything yeah. to the movie See, and if we take him out and put in a few more gopher scenes <laughs> it's a complete movie
1: see I was l- watching I complaint. was watching Denunzio closely because like he is very annoying but like I thought I think by the end he comes full circle the character development in Denunzio is the only guy who, like actually, <laughs> the only guy actually comes around and he ends up rooting for Noonan in the end to <laughs> sink that putt. So I feel like he's not as much of a jerk as <laughs> he seems.
2: Okay, well what what do you have then, Rudy, for the worst?
1: I don't know. I think the gopher is pretty dumb. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a it's Your a attention. dumb movie. Um there are just like a lot of ridiculous scenes. That's the only reason like it makes any sense at all. And I kinda like the saga. Like you can't really have Bill Murray in this movie without the gopher, I don't think. Yeah. Um But that and, like, the the promiscuous lady, I'm just, like, yeah, she's, it's, like, this black hole that's, like, sucking all this airtime and oxygen and focus, and it's just, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Talk about things that don't add to the story at all. Like, her whole character, you could take out of it, and it's, like, you really don't need it there. It doesn't really move, she doesn't really move the story along. I guess she, like... It serves as a thing that will uh, sort of alienate the the kid from the judge uh, but like they immediately find fix that something else to like yeah they immediately fix it yeah. and you can find something else to like cause that conflict exactly. that was, I mean that I'm ties sorry. into my worst is Wait. just like all the like the unnecessary naked people like there's yeah. like too, 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 too many naked people I was gonna say
1: if you don't have him, if you don't have Noonan sleeping with the uh, the judge's niece though you don't get that great line where he's like I've sent boys younger than you to the electric chair. Didn't want to do it. Still, die owed it to them. I don't know. If that's oh. a great line. Just tremendous. Uh, Must be one of those hilarious. family
2: family lines. Anyway, that yeah, that, that's my worst. Sean, what did you have
0: for worst part? A lot of the humor isn't a line like this. Feels like there's two or three different movies happening. Mm. Uh, there's like the Rodney Dangerfield Ted Knight movie going on. Um, there's the Noonan sort of like teen comedy happening and then there's Bill Murray just in his own little, uh, crazy world attacking his gopher. Um, so I felt like it was a little haphazard, um, in that sense and kept me not really intrigued with it. Cause I was just kind of like, Oh, this is Rodney Dangerfield's section of the movie. I'm, it's, it's probably gonna be funny, but it's just going to be, nonsense and not move the plot forward well um, there's
2: also the the chevy chase storyline then too which is also like true i sort of feel yeah. like is underdeveloped like you don't really yeah
0: well that's why i feel like it's not even a storyline it's just like he's just like he's the only yeah, i think he's the person that really intertwines all of them and he's also like yeah isn't really the character development isn't there really you're sort of like what what is his deal he's yeah
2: who is this guy like
0: rich but doesn't care about score or like keeping track of like you know, being the best in the club, and is hanging out with the niece. But then Noonan's—I don't know—it's just like a little bit um,
3: haphazard in the the storylines. It almost boils down to that there was too many drugs used during the filming of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then when they got yeah. to the the editing and the cutting portion, they had all this footage, and they were just like okay. scrambling to try to put some <laughs> yeah, in like, of storyline together. <laughs>
2: Talk exactly. about like talk about drugs and, and jarring like disjointed scene where they're just like doing crack on the piano there, like snorting crack. Right?
1: No, that wasn't crack, that was salt. It's salt. <laughs> he was... Salt he's snorting salt. Yes. And he chucked the because like he was just a nut. He's like such a weirdo. <laughs> was it like bath salts or something? No, it was
0: just table salt. <laughs> no, it was just table salt. Oh. He's
2: playing the piano oh.
1: on bath
0: salts. <laughs> oh, it was like kosher salt, okay. So, that was my worst.
2: Well, we'll pivot to cut, cut a scene, out a scene, because that ties into my uh, cut a scene, out a scene. I want to add more uh, Chevy Chase in the movie. I mm. feel like there's not enough yeah. of him. And it's some, like, he could benefit from some other scenes. Maybe, I, I mean, I wouldn't say no to a scene of Chevy Chase on a yacht with some Kenny Loggins playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that. Give me some scenes where uh, he's conducting business of some kind, Maybe. Like I don't you yeah. don't know like how he made all his money. Is he just like an heir? Like did he
1: was did he inherit the money? I, like I, I don't know. I picked up so, on that too. He he owns some because he then yeah. he's like Oh, I'm gonna go work at a lumberyard. He's like, What's wrong with lumber? He's like, I own two lumber yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't so know where they're at. And he's great. Now.
2: This is like I wouldn't say this is like prime Chevy Chase, but you're going into prime yeah, Chevy you're Chase right there. here, right? Yeah. And so it's like, take advantage of that. Give me, give me some more of him. So that's my ad, along with more yacht content. And I'm just going to cut out. I think you could cut out. I know this is sort of like... Uh, paradoxical to what I just said, but that whole scene from the, the pool scene is totally unnecessary. I feel like there's no point to the pool scene whatsoever. (laughs) And then it's like, they just built that whole scene up so they could get the, the, the scene with Bill Murray eating the Snickers bar and the woman being shocked. It's like cheap humor. Yeah. But it's like so much work for a payoff. That's not really that great. (laughs) And, And then the following scene is Chevy chase and the promiscuous, uh, meese or whatever like i guess snorting salt at the piano which yeah is, i thought it was cocaine but whatever like that whole segment from the pool through to the like massage scene like that could all get cut yeah. out totally Yeah, it's like
0: what there. is going on How, here?
1: except i yeah i think instead of cutting that scene with the pool i feel like that's such a hilarious concept of like all the caddies and all the like the dirtbag kids just trashing the beautiful country club pool like that is just comedy in itself, yeah, you know. That like is funny. you didn't have to, I don't know, make it so stupid. <laughs> I feel like it, they're it's just—it's just hilarious.
0: And was did the poop
3: end up being like a sausage or something? Because the Murray's baby Ruth is right? a
1: Snicker.
2: Yeah, baby
3: Ruth. Oh, is what it was. I didn't know it's a candy bar. <laughs> And even though how cheap that scene is, like it's definitely such cheap humor. I still laugh every time I see Bill Murray <laughs> oh, eat the baby yeah. Ruth. It just like kills me. <laughs> and I love with that scene, how it's the quote unquote like caddy appreciation day. Yeah. And the caddies get the pool from like one to one <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah, laughs> fifteen.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the good, another great part about the movie is that it's like country club life is so freaking prissy and terrible and it's funny when you have these Dirt bags just trashing it, you know. Like that's the greatest yeah. part about Roddy Dangerfield is that he could like he's rich so he's able to have access, but he's like a total idiot, so he's like they hate him, you know. Or like
3: when he farts at the oh there's gosh. so many instances of cheap humor. When he farts at the dinner table, it's just like yeah. that was just such a like a layup for slapstick <laughs> humor, but they decided to put it in the movie anyway. Laugh every but time. That's Roddy Dangerfield and I laugh every time. <laughs> Every time I let one loose now, and it's in public accidentally, I say, did someone step on a duck? <laughs> <Someone> step-
2: <laughs> Classic. Uh,
3: I think if I had to cut a scene, um, I'll just interject here. Yeah, go ahead. It would be that the opening credit scene in the movie where they're waking all the kids up at home. Because I'm just so confused. Are yeah. those all of Danny's siblings? Because I try and count the kids every time I watch the yeah. movie. And there's like easily fifteen to twenty different kids in that house. There's no way they're all Danny's biological siblings. Well, it's like the, yeah, the father says,
2: that. like with the the random nephew that's there, right at the beginning. Like they're not. They must not be all their kids. But I think they're also trying to tell you like why his parents can't afford to send him to mm-hmm. college, right? Because they have so many kids. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a good. It's a good idea. Yeah. I feel like the writing of it was like, Oh, Noonan's going to be our like main character, but he's just kind of lost. I feel like in all of the Rodney Dangerfield, Ted Knight back and forth and everything.
3: And I watched the behind the scenes on this. And initially it was supposed to be a movie that was purely based around the caddies and the life of the caddies and the, uh, all the other characters were supposed to be accessories to that main plot because that's, how Bill Murray and all his siblings were raised in like this very traditional Catholic family with like a bunch of siblings that all worked at a golf course to help their parents make ends meet. But due to all the circumstances and filming with the drugs and <laughs> all these personalities, how Bill Murray and Chevy Chase hated each other, it just kind of ended up to be this melting oh, really? pot of... Yeah, they couldn't stand each other. That's why, if you notice in the movie, there's only one scene where Bill Murray and Chevy Chase are actually together. It's because Bill Murray or Chevy Chase left SNL a year prior, and there was a lot of bad blood between the two of them. And they couldn't stand each other during the filming of the movie to make a short story long.
0: This is why we need you, Noah. That was such a tremendous Yeah, it's theme, a good
3: watch. Though. It's on YouTube, the behind-the-scenes, if you want to watch it.
0: If only we
2: did research for the podcast that we host <laughs> yeah. before we record the podcast we host. <laughs> um, who else is um, on the um, Okay. I don't really ahead, know what Eddie. to
1: cut. Maybe um, I kind of feel like I want to cut Maggie out of the whole movie. <laughs> I just feel like mm-hmm. she brings nothing to the table, and her being axed wouldn't <laughs> make this movie any better or worse. <laughs> So, maybe take her out. For Add, too, I feel like it's nice. It's a pretty short movie. It's tight. Um, I think I want a a small little scene where... I feel like you got to get, like, Jack Nicholas in this movie. Because, like, in the (laughs) 80s, like, he's still a hero. And, you know, I feel like if you made him Ty Webb's dad, like, where he comes on the scene at the end and, like, you find out that he's his dad, it'd be a little bit more, like golfy but maybe that's like too i don't know you probably couldn't get him to to do that
3: just because it's like i dig that stupid movie
1: yeah
2: maybe
3: like a scene like where you said where he's ty webb's dad and he kind of like shows up and changes ty webb from this normal cool collected guy into like someone who's really like introverted and submissive to his father and really like totally changes to like some dork maybe that'd be funny yeah
2: there you go. Like There's that. your added scene. Added scene. Sean, are you uh, cutting, cutting, and adding scenes?
3: Yeah, I'm cutting all of
0: like the teenage, you know, comedy filth um, <laughs> that I feel like probably like I want the the TV version of it because I feel like it's just sort of like this. A lot of this like nudity and everything just seems like out of the left field. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like not really. <laughs> Uh, doesn't really mesh with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I'm adding um, like an ending where you you feel like and it makes sense. know that you said that it's supposed to be about the caddies because it, it seems like there's this character arc of Danny, um, who just needs the scholarship. But then you like don't really find out at the end like what he does with his life, um, or you know does he end up going to college? You're just sort of at the end he finds out um you know oh i got the scholarship and don't know what i'm gonna do it just seems i don't know for a person that likes character development it was you know (laughs) something i wanted to to add to at least complete his um because everything else is kind of all up, up in the open like does rodney dangerfield end up buying the country club and build condos um what does Bill Murray end up? If you're into character
2: development, him? this is not the movie for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I realize that. I mean, it's it's a different type of movie, but um, anyway. I agree
2: with what you said earlier. Like, I think if I saw the the TV version of this, I think I would have loved it. And uh, rather yeah. than just being
3: sort of like whatever, yeah, I'm like, about what it, is what yeah. is
0: this movie? Yeah.
3: yeah, I think I was just sort of perplexed. Because you don't lose any of the funny parts of the TV version. None of the funny parts are inappropriate. Yeah. It's just all the nudity and the unnecessary drug abuse yeah. that gets cut out. Yeah. 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 Makes sense now.
2: Well, let's roll right into our next segment then. Recast a roll, as is our custom with movies that are released prior to uh, like 2000 or whatever. We're going <laughs> to do a recast a remake uh, segment here. And how we're breaking this down is we each pick the character and uh, we're gonna recast that character. So we're gonna start off with Sean who's gonna recast the uh, the Rodney Dangerfield character, I believe. What do you got for that, I feel Sean?
0: like it's a hard character to recast just because Rodney Dangerfield's so iconic. But I think um, a lot of the recent work Nick Kroll's done and just, mm. um, I feel like he's <laughs> really funny. Yelling <laughs> humor. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it could just be very boisterous and like physical with um, his comedy. So I think he could be maybe a, a fill-in. I don't think anybody could live up to Rodney Dangerfield, but I think he could maybe um, do this role well. I like it. I, I like that. It.
2: Rudy is going to recast, I'm gonna recast Chevy Chase, his character. Yeah,
1: Chevy Chase, Ty Webb. Um, He's a little bit old, but I think Matthew McConaughey could give off the same kind of aura. As a Chevy Chase in this movie, like, super, like, doing the hand motions and all very, like, mystic and weird.
2: But also, like, a ladies'
1: man and suave and cool.
2: I just had one pop into my head, and then it popped out right away for
1: that role. I can't remember. You got to write it down.
2: Noah is recasting... Judge
3: Smales. Judge Smales. Another big role. So this may be a little bit of a cop-out, but I would actually use Bill Murray in Judge Smales' role. Ah, I
2: like uh, that.
3: Because I feel like in some of it's Bill Murray's... move. In some of his, like, <laughs> uh, Wes Anderson movies, or like in... Uh, what's that submarine one called? Life
2: Aquatic. He kind of acts yeah. like
3: this elitist, like, smart guy who's better than everyone else, and that's pretty much Judge Smales to a T. Uh, yeah. So I feel like he... Yeah get a clean shaven Bill Murray with the slick backs like suave hair and the ascot, and he could really pull off the, the lawyer elitist Hollywood type.
2: I like that. I yeah, like that a that's lot. Good. We, we, I love when they bring back people from originals in in the remakes of movies. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel intense. like that would be oh, the that would be
0: fantastic that would be a good one to bring back. We didn't really talk about
1: Judge Smalls, but he like I thought he was outstanding. Like he's his like the, the actor just you, you believe that guy's yeah, like that he's really good. just like totally off rocker
3: <laughs> screaming ranting bizarre I like a lot of the part of the judge Smale posse too with the bishop yeah. and uh, the dr Doctor. beeper those those two characters yeah. are the best parts of the so movie in my opinion when when the bishop is golfing in the uh, yeah, the in lightning the storm and then he uh, misses the putt and just screams hey, out rat game. farts <laughs> that may be the funniest part of the whole movie for me. Uh, I didn't realize
1: I was the bishop
3: though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was like, "Who do a- you think it was? Just
2: some random, I it was random some dude. random
3: guy?" Because he wasn't wearing his collar. And then how he gets struck with lightning, and Bill Murray just lets the clubs what? down and so creeps away. Fun. It's just like I don't think the heavy stuffs so coming perfect. down for a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so good. And then he's he's the guy that's in later on in the scene is like saying he doesn't believe in God, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he survived. Yeah,
0: I feel like we. I admit, I would have liked Bill Murray as a caddy, if you just have the story of a caddy, like Bill Murray be the the head of the
3: caddies, because he was so funny in that rainstorm. Oh but yeah. he's just messing with the gopher. Run a little nugget, a little tasty nugget. The guy who runs all the caddies <laughs> is actually Bill Murray's brother.
1: Is that really? What? I did notice a, a fam- familial was a resemblance there. He's, he he's was the one boss. Of, He wrote the movie. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Really, he's the boss wow. from uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes, put it with the others.
3: Well, actually, oh. never mind. That's not Bill Murray's brother. I lied. <laughs> I mean, sound like
1: it's Bill brother. He <laughs> sort of looks like him. I could see no, that
3: because Bill Murray's brother did write the movie. But I just w- I was like me having wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it in. Same
2: <laughs> dude. It's the same dude. You're right,
3: Rudy. Thanks for <laughs> embarrassing me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. No, it is Bill Murray's brother. Brian
2: Doyle Murray. Yeah, it is his brother. Oh, let's go! Wow, he's is he still alive? Yeah, yeah.
3: 1945.
2: You got it, Noah. See, that's why I gotta stick to your guns. Look at their faces. There's a family
3: resemblance there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. I
3: don't know. And he's done a lot of movies with Bill Murray. He was in Groundhog's Day, uh, Scrooged, I believe. Yeah. Boom. There's a little nugget. Take the family with you,
2: baby. Family. Vin Diesel would, Vin Diesel would love that, man. <laughs> this is
0: all about family, dude.
2: Um. So I'm going to go. I'm going to recast. Speaking of Bill Murray, I'm going to recast the Bill Murray role. I was thinking you could go a um, Zach Galifianakis.
1: Oh with yes,
2: this, with that one. Yes. Oh, that's so that seems seems really really good. Brain waves. <laughs> ter- I think terrific. Zach Galifianakis sort of has that same like sort of deadpan sense of humor. Like he's not, he's being really funny, but he's not acting like he's being funny. And uh, he he'd be really good as like a dude who's like has no prospects in life. I think It just sort of is like <laughs> yeah. scraggly and like living in living in a garage on a golf course. So that'll be <laughs> that'll be my recast for that it. one. Love it. Um, my rec- recast for Ty Webb just it never came back to me, so I guess we're going to roll with Matthew McConaughey for that one. I, I couldn't. I had one in my head, and it's gone. I hate it. Anyway. So that's recast the rolls. Let's uh, fi- wrap this baby up with some uh, miscellaneous thoughts, notes, and questions. Any uh, Any content we didn't go over?
1: Yeah, the only th- you guys want to address. The only thing I wanted to talk about was uh the outfits in this movie, like the, the costume the costumes in the beginning, the, the golf things people are wearing playing golf make no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're yeah. wearing button down shirts, they're wearing like these ridiculous like pants and it's oftentimes shoeless. It's just like what are you guys wearing? I like the hats too. Rainbow Love hats. Love the hats. Love that! <laughs> love that scene too, where Rodney Dangerfield's like, "What kind of moron would buy this hat?" And he's like,
3: "You buy a hat, you get a free bowl of soup." <laughs> <laughs> Looks good on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good on you. Uh. That's what I love about the movie is how every time I watch it, I feel like although I've heard all the lines before, a different one will stick out to me and make me laugh. Yep. Mm. So, so great. those are
2: the best kinds of movies. My only, my only uh, miscellaneous note was a. Uh, how many? How much sugar that dude puts on his bowl of Cheerios oh, yeah. at the yeah. beginning of the movie? I don't know if you saw that. He shovels on like six spoonfuls of sugar right onto his Cheerios. Out here wow. whiling on a Tuesday morning.
3: <laughs> He's a diabetic. That's a nightmare.
2: <laughs> that guy's a diabetic now. After oh yeah, he had five cans of Coke way. too. Remember? What are you? A diabetic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy smokes!
0: I had, you know, it. I wanted to read about the explosions at the end, if they did that at a real golf course, and they did. Um, But they built this big hill, I guess, um, to blow up, and they used too many explosives. um, And planes flying by reported the explosion um, and thought a plane had crashed on the golf course when they were filming it. So I thought that was pretty funny. Because it did look like they filmed that explosion like on a real golf course and i was like how would they get licensed to do that but i guess the pyro guys are probably doing drugs too and yeah went a little crazy <laughs> they didn't really get the permits they're just like eh. it was <laughs> the 80s
3: yeah that's <laughs> when cocaine was in that's right, let baby. me tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
2: you know, it hopped up crazy. on drugs <laughs> Bob. blowing up golf courses um so here's a question i thought of while i was watching this where does this rank in the uh, the pantheon of, of golf movies? Is this n- the best golf movie? How does this rank in relation to like a Happy Gilmore? Tin Cup with Kevin Costner? Better another than a golf Happy Gilmore. movie? Have you seen the
1: greatest game ever played, Elijah?
2: I feel like. Greatest game I've ever played? Another golf movie? I haven't golf. seen that one. It's got Shia I haven't LaBeouf. seen Tin Cup either. I've yeah, only
0: I think ever the seen The greatest uh, game I've ever played is better than this.
2: I've only ever seen this one and uh, Happy like. Gilmore. I think I like Happy Gilmore better than this one. Wow, what about the Legend brutal. of Bagger
3: Vance? You ever <laughs> seen that? I've seen
2: the Legend of Bagger Vance. It's a
3: uh, Will Smith and Matt Damon golf movie. Highly recommend. I gotta is check it, that is, out. is it better Sorry. than
2: Caddyshack?
3: Uh, it's a it's a drama. It's not a comedy, but uh, it's actually worth the watch. How would
2: you rank? So how would you rank your golf movies, Noah?
3: I'd say this is probably one with Happy Gilmore as a close second. Yeah. yeah. It's like
2: Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins and the mm. Yacht Rock. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Michael, Michael McDonald and then Steely Dan. Come on.
2: Full circle. Full circle, baby. You
3: no, know, I feel like golfers take themselves, I mean, I mean, as a golfer myself, I feel like golfers take themselves too seriously to begin with. So if you're going to make a golf movie, it's kind of got to be it's a comedy be because. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're all a bunch of stiffs. Exactly. I agree. Nothing better than sending I up agree. stiffs.
1: Nothing better than, like, making fun of the rich elite, right? Like, that's just the best thing to do. It's, like, the underdog story. Love it.
2: For a movie called Caddyshack, the Caddyshack itself is not really in this movie that much. It's in, like, maybe a scene and a half, right? Yeah, good point. I guess that all is, like, goes back to what Noah was saying about how uh, it was a different movie, I guess, when they were writing it or whatever, rather than what they actually ended up with. Yeah. not as focused on the caddies, but that and was I think another that, thought I had while I was watching it.
3: I think that kind of makes it what it is, though. If this would be like an extremely polished movie, if it was made in 2021 or in the 2010s, it wouldn't be as good because it would be too clean cut and try and send a message and be yeah. as polished, whereas this is <laughs> just so off-the-wall and outlandish. It just totally makes the movie, and I don't think it would work if it was made today.
2: You're not getting logins on the soundtrack today, I'll tell you that much top 20 anybody oh yeah Noah? is the top 20 no. yeah i'd say
3: top 10 top
1: 10 where's it at? where's it at on your top 20 rudy whoa I can tell you right now i'd probably bump it down it's probably not in the top 10 if it's if i put it there um i just i need to make my top 20 my phone background so that when people ask me these things <laughs> I just immediately reference it's 11 11 to 15
2: just below the 10
1: i probably would bump it down to like no i'd probably bump it down to 16 to 20 but it's still there we forgot to
2: offer noah the opportunity to uh break down his top 20 in the first half of the show next time
3: you're on i know we have to do i'm going to to get that ready for the next time you know what movie you want to do next time so you can plant it (laughs) yeah plant the seed like you did before i just have you guys done jaws yet no, we have I not just done watched Jaws, Jaws eh? uh, on Sunday. It was really <laughs> no, that's in my top five. That's such a good movie. Dude, really, you
1: know they're still making movies. No, you don't have to keep watching the movies from the seventies <laughs> and the eighties. I don't know what it is. Jeremiah
3: Johnson, Caddyshack, Jaws—all these older movies—it just just speaks to me. I was You're born in the soul. wrong generation. <laughs> if it's not on,
2: not shot on film, Noah's not watching it, baby. <laughs> He's an old soul. What can we
3: say? All
2: right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks to everybody for listening. Noah, thank you for coming back on again. Another episode. You're
3: great. Thanks, guys.
2: Definitely have to have you back on in the future. Rat farts. Rat farts. Rat farts. Uh, Have you back on and break down Mm. that top 20 and. T- I guess talk about Jaws so keep an eye and ear out for that everybody uh, next week on the podcast we're getting back into the new movie scene um, I believe the plan is to talk about the newly released uh, No Sudden Move mm. Steven Soderbergh's most recent uh, film with uh, Benicio Del Toro and uh, who else is in that one
1: Uh Mac- Colley Culkin's brother. Don Cheadle. Cheadle. That's it.
2: Yeah. Is that any good? I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. I, saw I haven't it. watched it
1: yet. It's not that good. Ooh, Rudy's giving <laughs> a little, little Ooh, tease for cut that. for
2: next week's episode. I wanted to do Tequila Sunrise next week, but apparently that's off the books. So, uh, no sudden move. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode. Um, but until then, remember to always keep it, it loose and
0: keep it conceptual. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go